have faith in your own voice. A principle I learned from William Stafford, you really need to let your voice, not someone else's voice, fall across the page. I found that to be a great principle for me as a writer and a great principle for teaching writing as well. Brian O'Neill served as writer-in-residence at the Madison State Hospital for 18 years. He also served on the editorial board of the Journal for Poetry Therapy and as the poetry editor of College English. His poetry has appeared in many journals, including the Yale Review, American Scholar, and Partisan Review. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus dorsey Brian, what poems have you brought for us today? The Stock Girl. Parking my son between the oranges and the crated Zinfandel, we saw her smiling among the flowers, olive-skinned and fluorescent light. I remembered the dark, nervous girls I danced with at the Italian club on Franklin Street, the wedding when my grandparents did the Tarantella. Everyone circled them, grandparents, mothers, fathers, all the children, the older women holding their temples as if laughter might break the veins. A sudden hush at some move my grandfather made, a variation none of the American Italians had ever seen before, he told me. All the while my mother shouting, slow down, Papa, until it ended, and she fell back to her seat more exhausted than the dancers. That's when the little girl asked me to dance, though she didn't know my name. Her black eyes focused somewhere to the left of my face. Go ahead, go ahead, the women shouted. So we stumbled around, our chests a foot apart, while the compadre roared their approval, my uncles all winking because they knew it would drive me crazy, almost in step with the music after it ended. So I bought a bird of paradise for two dollars. You can't grow these here, she said, unless you have a greenhouse. Nudging the orange wings open, she showed us how to split the pod and force a second bloom. This is a sonnet. Revise, revise. When we cross Colfax Avenue, it's deep, hard walking. Mother counts our bus fare in the alcove of the Palais Royal. Her cracked hands guard my face from snow. I should revise, revise, but love refuses. The same buses labor their way up Ewing Street. I hear her voice above the shower at my father's house, calling us to eat, the eggs poached soft, coffee ready to drink just now. If this poem's not for you, reader, or anyone else, if the bad washer in the shower head is a version of love, gratuitous, irregular, a hiss thrumming in the walls, then another version refuses to leave without you, already late for mass, her long-suffering frown bent on our salvation. Late March, driving west of Paris Crossing, Indiana. Too early to turn the soil, our first warm day carries on toward dark, and we'll sleep with windows open and the blanket on. Warm thin through winter, the corn stubble's diaphanous, the dead roots stubbornly lock in, dangerous to pull barehanded, splintering like dry bamboo. Before dark, the fields throw off a pale light against the red bud and snowy dogwood dead still in the windbreak. It's the way corn stubble catches the light in transparent skin and the back road like a flatland river setting its own pace, giving you little choice. 
The families at Paris Crossing sit down to dinner, shouldering their own worries, and comforted, I imagine, by waiting fields, by leaf mold and the edible morel, the loam swelling under stumps, under the length of whole trees pulpy with decay, magnificent as whales that die of old age, limbs stripped of bark angle slightly upward, graying now and bones still in the wind. The sap is rising all around them, and young and old leaves aching to bloom, spores on the loose again, hogs buck like horses, horses grunt like hogs, Mad sexual pursuit weighs the air down in a palpable smell. Only kitchens are lit. No exceptions. No one leaves until all are finished. Hands on the table, thick with labor, nearly empty of personal ambition. It's weather that drives them to prayer. Farm families surrounded by work which, even as they shoulder it, stretches inexhaustibly forward out of the past like time at the fish houses, flowing and flown. Suddenly I realize how easily I have given over my life to the realists, how silently the bombers refuel, how far I have driven to find a dirt road. You've been listening to the poems of Brian O'Neill on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus-Dorsey.